0: Have you decided what you're doing on April the 12th?
1: what's happened on April the
0: 12th? Oh. What's happening on April the 12th? The world restarts. That's what's
1: happening
0: on April the 12th. No, I haven't. Have you? Yeah. I thought you
1: did. We've booked the pub, but we can't get in until the 14th. But anyway, we're booked. So So on the 12th. Um, No, I don't know. To be honest, now the schools are open. I was like, that's all I cared about. (laughs) She's back.
0: Serious Face. We're going to do proper interview now with somebody that we don't know I know someone we've never met I know it's very exciting actually but a, and I was but a delighted. very big name in the industry I know and I can't believe that we've never met and having looked at all her work online prior to this I am absolutely I'm really impressed I'm so. a bit
1: starstruck to be honest nice. um but yeah so we're catching up with Wendy Isles today um who began her career she's Australian um she now resides in Paris but she has actually well done the hair of many a a-list celebrity uh, yeah. hollywood a-lister um but she has also launched her own aisles formula um hair care which nikki has tried and tested have, and loves
0: well i'm sitting here i can't believe you're not with me in the same way oh, to no. touch it my hair is like a baby's bottom it it's beautiful. beautiful There's only about four products in the whole range but it's it's beautifully presented no. um so i'm very interested to talk to wendy about her career and Oh my her goodness, journey. I've
1: got a, a list of questions as long as my arm. <laughs> Let's invite right, them Right, in. get on with it then. <laughs> yeah, I've only got half an hour quick. <gasps> Hurry up, open <pump laughs> to the door, let her in. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Welcome to the Respectfully Podcast. I'm Lauren Stone. And I'm Nikki Pope.
0: And today we are welcoming from across the water, based in
1: France, in Paris, Wendy Isles. Hello, Wendy.
2: Hello,
1: Hello, ladies. I'm very happy to be here. Oh, no, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. It's fantastic to have you join us because obviously usually we have these little chats around Nikki's coffee table but you being based in Paris it, it works quite well being on Zoom. Oh, absolutely I mean it's the new uh, normal. Right? It is absolutely is yeah. New it is. podcasts no planes no, no trains. I know and, and you're so so used to all this international travel aren't you I mean that must yes. be quite strange for you being in one place for oh. so long. You
2: know, it's interesting because, I, in fact, I just wrote an email to someone this morning that reached out and they were saying, so how's it going, you know, with the lockdown? And because in France, we're back into lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. Not as seriously as a year ago, but we're back in lockdown. Yeah. And quite frankly, I love it. I got my (laughs) life.
1: Yeah. I guess it's giving you time to breathe.
2: We, I've set up office at home. Um, I mean, I'm still working. I mean, I most of the people in my chair are celebrity customers. And so obviously I'm away from California and Hollywood, but uh, I have my French actresses and they are still working on films. They're still um, doing red carpets, like the new norm red carpets mm-hmm. with a very small audience. Um, so actually that's been fantastic because I've been available for them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and normally I'm not, normally I'm on a plane somewhere, you know, (laughs) celebrities endorse an enormous amount of advertising, whether it's skincare, hair care, lingerie, their perfumes. And, uh, this is what I do mostly, catch a plane to go to work.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, so. Questions absolutely brewing up I in know, my mind. I was thinking the
1: same. I've got so much to ask. I know,
0: but let's let's start with a quick just what's your sort of elevator pitch for what you do for a living? What would you how would you explain it to somebody? Uh, good question.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of multitasking in yeah. the sense that, you know, I do have a very demanding career as a freelance hairdresser. You know, I've been working now, clocking up four decades. So there there are many, many layers so there is wendy the celebrity hairstylist celebrity as in gimme as they yeah. say <laughs> um and uh, there's Isles formula and yeah. quite frankly Isles formula hair care which is my brand takes every single breath i breathe right even when i'm sleeping yeah. um which is actually bypassing wendy the Wendy Isles, a celebrity hairdresser, if you know what I mean. So you're very involved with it. You're very hands-on. Oh, 100% hands-on in every aspect. Uh, Ten years ago, I was doing up to four international flights a week, globally executing many, many, many hair campaigns that you've all seen. Mm -hmm. And And on those hair campaigns, uh, I came across a problem that changed my life, in fact um one of the companies i worked for bought out a policy no more hair extensions now you know when you have um, a famous person in your chair and you're told to take all extensions out and let's face it most people where their hair is in demand have a track or two so i'd have to remove all that and uh do a hair campaign with it it was Wow. catastrophic.
0: Yeah. Yes, I can imagine.
2: <laughs> so, I it, it was a turning point for me really because Isle's formula got born for that need. I had to come up with these ideas to make thin tortured hair look luxurious and amazing without extensions. So, there were special effects with sticks and strings and scone cutters and whatever else I could put into motion. Yeah. And also, I knew that if I could find, which I didn't, and that's why I set out to do it, a hair conditioner that did not leave one skerrick of residue on the hair shaft, but that closed the cuticle like a skin toner does a pore, then I would arrive at really executing 100% these special effects. And that's how my jewel, the number two hair conditioner, became a a formula it became my product and it is instant closure on the hair shaft it turns straw into phenomenal silk instantly and never weighs the
0: hair down other people heavily involved in session work have you know created products but they're always to me, it's always about the styling. And you've really started yeah. with the hair care, which well, I think is quite interesting. Lauren, I've never really come yeah, across no, that before. Yeah, I agree. And
2: fortunately for me, it is the trend exceptionally right now. Yeah. yeah. So the DNA of the hairdresser I am has always been about nurture. And that was one of the things that really opened up Hollywood for me because I was this hairdresser. And, and good news in Hollywood travels extremely fast oh, I can as imagine. does bad news you get yeah. one yeah, and you yeah. don't get invited back if it's bad news mm-hmm. so um at, at that point when all this was happening I had these celebrities in my chair they were rebooking me and then they started to give me orders that's how IELTS formula became a brand but long story short I would be coming in doing their hair not I never use hairspray hairspray is a killer it blocks the hair's memory it puts a plastic coating on the hair and you can never reform the hair once you put hairspray on you brush it through the memory's gone it's mm-hmm. blocked it's not the same even if you brush it out it will never obey you like it did the first time
1: mm-hmm.
2: so uh one of the biggest keys if i can give anybody any advice and i do this in my master classes and in the salons that i'm teaching my formulas you know how to use my formulas i teach this trust in the in your craft and work with nurture styling i mm-hmm. have styling products i have two styling products two serums which are heat protection uv protection fade protection and against humidity they are styling products but they're nurture styling products mm-hmm. so they will all they give an organic memory And no matter how you want to change, you might decide you want to curl the hair toward the back and then you say, no, that's not what I want. I want to close her face in a bit more. You bring the movement forward. With these serums, which are my styling products, the hair will
0: obey your every command. Yeah. Wow. So when did you launch the products? When did they come to market?
2: I launched them in 2015. And, and we've never advertised. It's all been word of mouth. We're family-owned, so there's an enormous amount of integrity with my brand. Yeah. You know, my,
0: my soul's inside the vessels. I made them for me and my highway. What was your hairdressing journey? Because you sound Australian to me. Yes, yeah. I'm Australian. Yeah, Australian. So, oh, okay. um, I'm
2: Australian, and uh, I did a lot of training in the late 70s um, in England okay. under Vidal Sassoon, so that's really my cut oh, okay. method. Oh, wow, my working in London, is all Sassoon, which has softened off over the years, but yeah. that my the arithmetic of a haircut is that. But when you're a session stylist, I mean, I used to have my own salon too. So in, if, in
1: Australia, yeah, in, in
2: Australia, oh, okay. I went back to Australia with the Sassoon method, and I mean that was a phenomenal time as well. We had a six and a half week waiting list. We wow. I, I was one of the first to take the Sassoon method back to Australia. I mean, I sound like a dinosaur. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it's I, I
2: was very young at the time. I just put myself in the right place at the right
1: time. Did you come yeah. over to England specifically for the training? Yep. and the? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so... Uh, When I say uh,
2: the arithmetic of my work is a Sassoon education, Uh, when you're a freelance stylist, it's very rare that you're there cutting every day. It's more about coiffure. Yeah. So um, I sold my salon, but, well, fastback. So (laughs) back then when I had my salons, I got a phone call one day. This is about, you know, when an opportunity falls in your lap from – from the sky you kind of you have to go through that door and explore so one day i received a phone call from australian vogue asking me to come out on a shoot and do the hair of a model it just so happened that particular shoot was with the most famous photographer in sydney at that time and the model was a famous model
1: mm-hmm.
2: the model was lauren helm who was doing all vogues around the world and was a Monty coles was the photographer So I went, I had no idea what I was supposed to do. These days, if I'm doing an haute couture shoot or an editorial shoot, I've been known to come in with three suitcases, et cetera, et cetera. cetera. So um, it's a long time since then. Anyhow, they must have been happy with what I did. They rebooked me. And then I discovered that there's this whole other way to work with hair and Mm -hmm. travel the world and get paid extremely handsomely yeah. for this so um the cities on my hit list were new york and paris of course with freelance Amazing. and then um in paris i fell in love as well married my french husband <laughs> mm. and i kind of have taken root in france although i do spend uh, more than six months a year traveling, mm-hmm. and outside of France, I'm in I'm in America
0: a lot. Um, hello. so uh, that's, so that's quite a journey from precision cutting to yes. styling. Yes,
2: yeah, but it's wonderful. It's been an amazing journey, freelance. It's yeah. like playing dress up, really. Um, <laughs> it's also extremely challenging, and you get to work with the most Uh, outstanding people and clothes and you know on on a on a fashion shoot for example uh, hair is extremely important more important I believe than makeup Mm. Um, you can take the best couture or the latest um, design in clothes and hair will be the object that will completely Transform that piece of clothing into a period, an epoch, um, into a into a time zone.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah. More than makeup.
0: Yeah, it, it's 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 wonderful. And usually on a fashion shoot. So I love the responsibility. Let's say. I think it's interesting. Um, so I'm just going to jump in and read a quote from the front of your book. I thought this was really interesting. We are captivated by the drama and the way. These photographs, these models affect beauty, and without their frame and crown, their hair, they would be naked and strange to us. Which I thought was really interesting. Which is what you've just said—the importance of the of the hair. Do you do you think, as a as a hair stylist, as a session stylist, the rest of the team on a shoot have that regard for hair? Has that has that improved? Over oh years? yes,
2: absolutely. In fact, you'll you'll find when the morning starts, we look at the clothes. I always insist on that. Actually, okay, let's see what we've got to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the it's what I'm most eager to see, and then they all kind of torn, turn and look at you. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. what do you got in mind? Go on
1: then. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so. Um, i usually you know when you're working in freelance you do tend to create these families that you often work with yes so you know there's a language that takes place without words you kind of know you all kind of just get in and do it but with a new team i will always be respectful and um go via the photographer and the stylist Mm -hmm. to see where their minds are at and then I will come in and say, "Well, let's go down this road with hair," yeah.
0: and then usually makeup follows.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, what do you find interesting to look at yourself? Sort of like it's always this big question: where do people get their inspiration? And I think that's such a, a sort of it's such a wide open question. And
2: it's many levels, actually. I mean, in a normal, outside COVID day um you know i'd be watching i'd be um assisting many uh many galleries uh exhibitions uh i love to read books uh movies all sorts hair is often important i'm always watching hair in Mm -hmm. movies um regardless of the movie my eyes just travel to the hair first so you know there's many many layers and also when you've been hairdressing as long as i have and as a freelancer your education on the periods you know are are extremely important because you're pulling on that all the time and often not to repeat but to put your own signature on a particular hairstyle Mm -hmm. um also on a fashion shoot like that um I would look at the clothes and it just comes it just comes it just speaks to me
1: i mean it's there i get the picture the moment yeah. i see the outfit it just happens mm-hmm. yeah i wanted to i wanted to touch on um obviously you're such a successful woman within hairdressing and one of our platforms is uh, shine which is all about kind of um letting female hairdressers in the industry shine um, do you think? What's your kind of take on women in the industry compared to men? Because a lot of, certainly in British hairdressing, yeah,
2: it's interesting. It's a very good question, actually. I feel women are extremely good multitaskers. Yeah. However, they can We're on a time clock, mm-hmm. and uh, it is more complicated and more difficult on many levels than it is for men in the industry men in the industry they get started and they just plow on
1: mm-hmm.
2: women um enter a relationship they they are with a partner uh, they want to start a family mm-hmm. uh, there are many many questions and situations that interrupt their career yeah, absolutely. So so it is more complicated. Even me myself, I gave birth to my only child at the age of forty. Right, yeah.
1: So I almost missed the boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And was that something that you'd, you've always wanted to have children? You knew that that was part of oh, your journey? Absolutely, and... I'm so grateful
2: that mm-hmm. I was fortunate enough. And at one point I, I tried for three years and I really, really started to panic that I mm-hmm. had missed the boat on becoming a mother because of this demanding career. So, um,
1: I guess there's well, never a good time to stop, is there, in terms of
2: your There's career. never, and there is always something to tempt you, mm-hmm. to say, mm-hmm. okay, I'll put it off yeah. for another year. Okay, I'll put it off for another year. So the take on that is motherhood, I mean, there's nothing to compare to it, and it, it has completely grounded me. I think I'm um, a much better person because of it. Um, but there are others out there that, that are not fortunate enough to have children. I understand. So it's it's just um, knowing what you're, what you need, what
0: you want most from life, and just gosh, make it all happen. Go up. Mm-hmm. Is it. the so the the international the global session scene which you're part of? Does that so in in hairdressing, particularly in the UK, I'm sure it's very similar. Eighty percent of new hairdressers, young hairdressers, will be women. But, and 20% men, but you go to the awards ceremonies, you go backstage at a lot of events and the men, you know, are disproportionately represented. Is th- That's the same on the session scene, I, I imagine? Yes,
2: it's very rare. You know, that was one of the biggest plus for me, actually, um, being a, a session stylist. Um, when I started doing all these hair campaigns, number one, I had a background of being a salon proprietor. Um, I come from editorial hair as well. And the fact that I was a woman, I believe, helped me greatly on those hair campaigns that I was executing. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, men are not going to like me for this. but I
0: think... <laughs> Don't worry. We won't tell them where to write you. <laughs> oh, oh, oh,
2: oh, I mean, there's some great, there's some very famous hairdressers out there. Men, actually, most of them are men. Mm-hmm. There's very few women, to be honest. Um, Women see hair differently to men. Mm -hmm. In what way?
1: What do you
2: mean? I do believe that women appreciate long hair Okay. probably more than men. Mm -hmm. Sorry, men, if I'm saying this. But (laughs) I, I, I do... Uh, I mean look at me with my long hair anybody that sits in my chair they can completely trust me that what I will want to do first is nurture the hair and nurture keep it like, yeah rather yeah. than cut it off cut it off
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's true I
2: love hair yeah. so uh, I think that's a feminine thing mm-hmm. because you know we love the touch of hair on our naked skin we we've we feel good under hair you yeah. know it's something that that women sense possibly
0: more than most men
1: yeah yeah i think now i think you're
0: yeah, right feel. where's your happy place wendy Workwise,
1: at home Workwise? wise well work so home. yeah
0: <laughs>
2: everything is at home i just love to be home and i'm loving this moment
1: of my office at home mm-hmm. and must be lovely to spend some time with your family and everything as well i guess your yes. schedule's you know, so I, hectic is yes
2: i'm fortunate i have a husband that has 100 percent supported me
1: yeah
2: and um is extremely patient with and has been extremely patient with all the travel
0: mm-hmm. and the absence what's your favorite type of event to work on would it be like a show would it be like um a, a, a single person look um
2: well i love it all because i'm just obsessed with hair i dream about hair i just love hair so i do love it all um i would probably prefer if i'm given a choice the challenge over the easy job yeah Mm -hmm. because there's that elation at the end of the day that you achieved what you went after so that's important to me Um, And, of course, it still takes my breath away to be on a photo shoot in Paris, let's say, and it's haute couture, and you have a beautiful girl and you have a great photographer and you have this amazing gown. And in a situation like that, it's never, you know, I would never put an elaborated um, construction of hair on an haute couture gown. I would work even more with nurture Mm -hmm. and a natural um a, a natural texture in the hair to offset from the rigid couture. Let's yeah. say, even if it's soft couture, it's a big thing. Mm-hmm. So I would do the contradiction. But it it is it is wonderful to be part of those shootings. Let's say, yeah. um, making gorgeous image and and timeless image. That's the other thing. Um, working with hair, I always. I always think, how will I look at this picture in 10 years' time? So I try and keep something that is just gorgeous and timeless.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: It's interesting. You mentioned my book before, Archive, a book about hair. That was another thing that just dropped in my lap from the sky this berlin publishing company approached me and said we want to do a coffee table book on your european archives i mean that was amazing gorgeous gift from god thank you um
0: <laughs> I so think in it,
2: that the, the, book if you look at their curation yeah. you know there's images there from 1998 mm. um all the hair looks very relevant today mm-hmm. to you yeah. analyze it even the mohawks even the you know the little 40s do's the 50s do's the 70s do's that all of them look relevant today yeah. and a lot of that has to do with not using styling product right working naturally with the hair
0: mm-hmm. yeah
2: because when you work naturally with the hair um you create something that doesn't get stuck
0: in a time zone
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I, I really believe it's yeah, that. Yeah,
1: that's a fascinating way of looking at it.
0: Do you think that living in Paris or being based in Paris, I appreciate you travel an awful lot, has um, influenced your aesthetic, this passion for beautiful, natural, yeah?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. Um, I,
2: even as a person, I'm a much softer person living amongst the Latins.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I had a life in New York too. I was a much stronger person. So even the way I work with hair, um, I'm much more feminine than I was working in Australia Mm -hmm. or New York. It's interesting how you absorb um, what's what's going on around you. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Anyone that knows me will tell you Wendy's very confused. (laughs) (laughs) She throws in French words and believes they're English and when she (laughs) speaks French. She throws in English words, leaving their French. So yes, this is me, and I've often seen people in conversation just standing there, smiling at me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There she goes again. You know, I was working on a on a film set with Heidi Klum. Actually, uh, I was about five weeks in when I first started working with her mm-hmm. on a film, and. On a TV show thing. And uh, one day, so I would always be saying, Oh, can I have the code to the Wi Fi, please? And <laughs> you know, they're all saying They loved that Wi Fi became Wi Fi. <laughs> and then five weeks in, she said, You know, Wi Fi is
1: actually Wi Fi. <laughs> Brilliant. I love that. Oh, so, I bet that.
2: you know lots of little things like this or you know I turn holiday into vacances or yeah yeah I don't know why I'm doing it
0: got your own language (laughs) really cute really cute so what's in your kit bag now so you turned up to that first shoot in Australia with kind of you know five things what's your uh, what's your you know if you had to quickly download a little inventory to somebody who's listening to this who's interested or is beginning session styling you know what Can't you do without? Obviously, take it as given that we have IELTS formula in the kit bag. But beyond that, what would, what, yeah, what are some of your, um,
2: I work very, very simply. As I said, it's all about nurture. So, you know, I have my serum, I don't touch a head of hair without it. Um, but I have everything I need to do full circle. So, depending upon who I'm working with, I do my homework before I go to the shoot i take extra hair just in case i need it for one reason or another Mm -hmm. um i've already seen the clothes in advance that we're shooting um often if it's a celebrity shooting it is about them right right? so you know it's not like doing full circle like for a couture shooting on a model no of course yeah um but still i will always have emergency hair in my kit um I worked for the first time with Sharon Stone and I always work with my nature products. Mm -hmm. And she said, oh, no, 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 this is not going to work. I need to have hairspray and mousse. Okay. In a situation like that, I do have them in my case. Mm -hmm. And, like, I've got a can of L-Net in there that's never been cracked. It's still (laughs) blue and it's three years old. Because I've never used it. But it's in my case just in case. So if I didn't have it, I would have had a problem in a situation yeah. like that. Yeah. So I used some mousse and if she loved it. And then, long story short, um, I was using my serum and there was no objection. So you, you have to be able to do full circle. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if, if your customer says, oh, no, 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 I want hairspray, I want hairspray, you kind of have to have it in the kit. Yeah yeah even if hairspray is the one rule that you never use yeah yeah um so there is a big part of the suitcase that's got some styling products that i never go to but they're there yeah and then i always have my cutting tools i have my dye i use dyson dryer um brushes are important but it's interesting because probably out of the entire case that I have, um, I probably use three or four. the same, Really? Yeah. Which is a little um, tisonga, wooden brush, anti-electric, electricity, yeah. um, my Dyson dryer, my serum, and uh, an Olivia Garden round brush. Basically, that's it. That's your big you thing. And, a, and a large tooth comb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I use my fingers a lot when I'm working.
1: Yeah. I think we are, oh gosh, we're out of time, but please. Oh, that's fascinating. Thanks so much, Wendy. Oh, look, thank thank you you
2: for your support. Um, I love
0: what you ladies are doing. I think it's really, really wonderful. Oh,
1: thank Thank you. you.
0: Well, there's lots more to say. We love chatting with you. So please promise that now we know where you are and that you're going to be there longer. We'll come back and
1: visit you you again. No, thank you. you.
0: Take care. Bye, guys. Nice to meet you.
1: So thank you so much for listening to our podcast with Wendy. Hope you enjoyed what you were listening to. And if you would like to listen to more, then obviously there's so many more Respectfully Podcasts. We've got quite the line up now. You'll find them on respectyou.me. Um, and if you liked what you listened to, please can you um, rate and review us on iTunes cause that will push us up the charts. Thanks thank for you very joining. Much. Bye. Bye. Bye.